Welcome to Good Life. I'm Dean Wilson. So glad you joined us from wherever you are all over the world. We're, we're, we welcome you. Uh, so many of you are finding us at goodlifetelevision.org and we're, we welcome you. Uh, all of these wonderful guests, you can find them all. I think we're at about 120 wonderful people, all walks of life, business people, entrepreneurs, public servants, overcomers, young people. It's been a great, great group. And you can find all the full form, the long form interviews there. You can also find what we call power clips, where we kind of break those interviews up into some of the great moments. We're also on all the social media platforms, and we're just delighted that you're here. We're, we're here to talk about the good stuff. You can find a, a lot of the other stuff other places. We're here to talk about the good stuff. And that doesn't mean that suffering doesn't exist or problems don't happen. We are on planet Earth, after all. but. But we're here to talk about the good stuff, whatever is noble and excellent, praiseworthy. Um, so we, we're just so glad you're a part. I'm really excited about my guests uh, today, at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. I'm, I'm excited Reed's here, too. <laughs> <laughs> at least 50% of my guests are really excited. No, two, two great guys. Uh, Reed Spangler and John Davies are with me. You've, you've seen John on the program. Previously, we had him on. We talked about leadership and culture. It was a fan. Check out that interview if you haven't actually. But we're here today to talk uh, with these two gentlemen about uh, here in Santa Barbara, California, where we're sitting. The 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 community prayer breakfast that happens has hap has happened every year except last year for 63 years. 1958, it was founded. Um, it's a phenomenal event, and it's happening September 30th here in Santa Barbara, California at the Hilton at 7.30 in the morning. So we want to talk about that. We want to talk about the breakfast itself. But, but I want to start with um, a little bit about the history. Reed, you've been around this a long time, uh, I think 40 years or so. Yes. But talk about kind of your, the, early, the early involvement. And Jimmy Carter was here. And Absolutely, it, yes. Talk yes. a little bit about the history. The Santa Barbara Community Prayer Breakfast is patterned after the National Prayer Breakfast. And uh, sometime in the late 50s, the mayor of Santa Barbara went back to the National Prayer Breakfast in Washington, D.C. And he came back so excited that he uh, called a friend, a fellow named Bill Alexander, uh, and said, Bill, can you put something like the National Prayer Breakfast together here in Santa Barbara? And so uh, Bill went to the Christian Businessmen's Committee uh, and said, hey guys, we got a project here. And, um, and they started it in 1958 and uh, have been having annual prayer breakfasts ever since. Um, we've had speakers uh, uh, that range every, you know, from uh, <clears throat> Jimmy Carter, who uh, came out here just, a, uh, I think, a year or two before he was elected president. Uh, we've had uh, CEOs and we've had Olympians, you know, gold medal Olympians as speakers. We've had uh, teachers from the local school. We've had coaches. Um, uh, we just had the, just a great cross-section of speakers. Nice. Um, but the, the main purpose of the event uh, is really to get the Santa Barbara community uh, together to pray for, you know, for our community, for our state, for our nation and our world and for, for the leaders. Yes. Uh, so that's the primary reason for our existence. 
and then um, we always invite you know a speaker to come and share just uh, part of their spiritual journey and and uh, some of the lessons they've learned uh, and then we close the the meeting generally with a, a prayer that includes an invitation to each and every person in the audience to um, you know take a step closer yeah. to God in their in their own spiritual journey so it's all I mean it can be any denomination background absolutely. whoever's watching this they're welcome absolutely I mean, right yeah. yes yes That's wonderful and the speaker this year I've heard of John Davies yes John Davies is the president and CEO of Davies Public Affairs and various other entities and John's been around a long time in this community and uh, and John you're you're on tap this year. I am. Talk they, a little, uh, give us a little sneak peek into what your what your thoughts are. Well, I'm, it, it's always an incredible honor, but it it also is a little bit scary, you know, to be up front and do uh, do something like that. And I, as Reed asked me, I uh, I think I told him so. Everyone else said no, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know the I've been to the national prayer breakfast a few times and watched a lot of them so. That's even more intimidating. So my thought is, this is the community prayer breakfast, and I want to talk about prayer. And it just the thought for me is uh, I'm humbled by the prayer of my wife. She's a prayer warrior. And, and Dean, I know if I asked your wife or asked you who's the prayer warrior in your family, and we know who it is. And yeah. so uh, I'm, I'm motivated to uh, increase prayer in my life and be as much of a prayer warrior as my wife is and many others. And, and I want to share that motivation with others. Yes. Um, I was reading this morning and just thinking about this, and we were talking about this a little bit off air, but about prayer. And I, I, uh, I once worked for an organization, there's a, a, a pastor named John DeVries, he wrote this book called Why Pray? Yeah. And he, sa he says this, it says prayer is a love relationship with God in which we present our needs and then live in exciting, trust-filled wonder in anticipation of the unexpected ways that God will work. Mm. And, we, and we were talking about this before, you know, sometimes prayer can get stale. Or, you know, I think, okay, and maybe it's the, the thought that, well, I, I should be praying more, I should, 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 or I need. Right. But this trust-filled prayer life that and, and, and read when we were talking about this earlier I could see it all over your face when we were talking about just a fresh trust-filled prayer life is so wonderful it absolutely is yeah I mean it's the best way to live yeah yeah absolutely you know the, the more you pray the more you see answers and the more you see answers the more you want to pray and it's just you know it, yes. it's just so exciting when you you know lean into that yes absolutely you know it's um i I've, I've come to think that maybe the most wonderful thing you can say to another person if you mean it which i'm assuming you do is i'll pray for you and, and, and that can become a cliche but i mean imagine it, 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 it's come a cliche but it's also become an uncliche if you notice that people that are afraid to be identified as christians now say i'll keep you in my heart I'll send you good thoughts, and I mean, I want you praying for me. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, that's a great point. 
my uh, my wife's brother-in-law has just been diagnosed with a non-terminal but a very painful they actually call the disease the suicide disease it is so painful and and so we're praying for them and i i asked them if they've gone to the elders of their church and asked for prayer and they're like well i don't know we've been watching online and so i said can i so i i emailed the elders in their church a huge church outside of houston called cowboy church and uh and got an incredible reply and phone call from uh, one of the leaders of the church and they're going by the house with a group of their elders and pastors and they're going to anoint and they're going to pray pray over him for healing and and you know the thing is is i was talking to the woman on the phone about it i go you know it's always amazing that when we do these type of prayers and then we're shocked that it happens you know that, that right. you know prayer works yes and it's always like been it works so often that it's it's pretty shocking yes, you know 100%. that we we don't expect it to happen yeah yeah i've i've been stunned in my life at some of yeah. the specific answers or non i mean right. non answers if you will where it was like okay he sees the whole picture mm -hmm. you know but 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 just the 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 honor of saying of, of praying for another person of saying you know i've got a meeting with the creator of the universe yeah. this afternoon and i'd like to bring you up yeah. i'd like to talk <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, talk about a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, a, that's a really big deal, and it's powerful. So, in Acts twelve, in verse five, there is an incredibly powerful word, and it's it, the word is, but. And and the verse reads, Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. You think about the moment. It's a desperate moment. It looks so Peter's going to die. It looks as though the fledgling church is going to end. But, but, you know, that it's all coming to an end. And, you know, so it's a model how to pray. Yeah. You know, it was a fervent prayer. Yes. You know, it was a focused prayer. It was an earnest prayer. Yes. And it was a family prayer. And you think about what happened. We know what happened. Yeah. And so, I mean, that, that's, that's what we're looking for, I think, in our lives is that type of prayer. Yes. That type of powerful prayer. And, you know, when Jesus modeled prayer with the, the Lord's Prayer and when he prayed in the garden, the prayers weren't these grandiose, yeah. beautiful, thoughtful prayers. They were a child's prayer. Mm. And, childlike. and uh, yeah, very childlike. Yeah. And very, I mean, the, the, the prayer in the garden was 27 words. Mm. Think about that, one of the most powerful really prayers. Yeah. yeah. And the power of corporate prayer, talk about uh -huh. that, because here we are talking about a, a community prayer gathering ecumenical kind of i mean whatever background you are domination no no faith at all everybody's welcome what what's the the power because i think it i think it's a unifying thing in a community to to gather would you say i agree absolutely the <clears throat> i think uh, all we need to do is look up and look around santa barbara and know that god has blessed this community mm -hmm. um, and i'm I'm convinced that 62 years of praying have, have had a result. And I can't, I can't point to a specific, you know, we were going this way and all of a sudden we were, things went the right direction. Right. Uh, it, it's hard to pin that down, but, um, but I know there's a power in corporate prayer. And Jesus said that where two or three are mm -hmm. gathered in yes. my name, I'll be there. 
Right. I am there. See, he and wants us together. Yeah, he does. Because he could have just said, pray and I'll be there, which he is. Well, but, he, he's, he, but he specifically said two or three. Yeah, I mean, he wants a relationship. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it, you can't have a relationship unless you're talking, you know. And, uh, you know that, I found that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we've heard reports. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing that, we, that that's what it is. Yeah. God wants a relationship with us. He yeah. wants us to do good things. He wants us to be out there producing fruit yeah. in his name for his glory. I mean, the story is pretty simple, and we start by praying for one another. Yes. I mean, it's like we take we take our, our our dreams and our wishes and our desires, and and we pray to them. And if if they're the right plan, he'll honor them. Yeah, right. Yeah, or in his timing, it'll be better. Exactly. Be, yeah, I, I've. You've mentioned you've walked with him a long time, and and I'm sure you've seen that over time that. Man, he knew the whole picture. He knew the whole picture. I was here. He was here. <laughs> you know, it didn't what I wanted at the time didn't exactly happen. But man, am I glad! Absolutely, isn't that yeah. amazing? Oh, it is amazing. I early on I said, God, show me the plan, and I'm sure that with your your brains and my brawn, we can accomplish anything. <laughs> and He never did show me the plan like that. But he, but he showed me that if I get up every day and meet with him and talk with him, he'll direct my steps that day. Yeah. And uh, so that's been great. Yeah, so good. He can really be trusted. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's just such a truth. Yeah. And, and such a simple truth when you think about it. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, uh, we serve and love a God who loves us. He's a God of love. I mean, the two greatest commandments when he was asked, you know, yeah. He basically said, you know, please love me back. Love yeah. me well, your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. And love one another. I mean, that's, that's his deal. So I, I just, uh, that, that realization always blows me away. Yeah. And, you know, just the idea. I remember as a kid uh, growing up in this little church in upstate New York and, and a Catholic church and the crucifix was in the front of the church. You know, as a kid, you're looking up and it's like, well, that's pretty gruesome. You know, there, as you see the nails, they have like red and blood on there. And I kept thinking, if he's God, why didn't he just get off there? He can pop those nails off. Right. Why can't he just pop the nails off? Yeah. You know, and as I grew in my faith, and the realization hits me is that we're, the nails didn't keep him on the cross. It was his love for us. Yeah. That's what yeah. kept him on the cross. Which, yeah. you know, but as a kid, it's like, man, wait a minute. If this guy's God, how come he, what happened right. to him right. when he got to the cross and put the nails in? Did he lose being God? Yeah. No, no, that's not why I stayed there. Right. Oh, so good, John. So good. Yeah, and, and I, I had a guest here a few weeks ago. He goes, like you and you, he's walked with God for a long time. And, and, I, and I, I asked him, what is it you like about God? And I was expecting some, you know, kind of profound theological statement or something. He says, I like that he likes me. He doesn't just love it, you know, yeah. like, because sometimes I think, well, what prayer, you know, is he up there going, it's Wilson again, <laughs> you know, <laughs> can, we, can we figure this out at some point? It's Wilson again. Yeah, this is the fifth time you've asked me about that. <laughs> right. I've told you five times. Right. I said go go three do times. what I said. Right. Yes. But, but, the, but, that, but the, his posture towards us is, is he, he doesn't just love us. He likes us. Like he made me. Like he did it. He made you. And, I mean, it's yeah. a, what a. What a wonderful Tim God. Tim Keller has this great quote. 
and I'm going to blow it because I haven't thought about it in a while. But uh, it's about being known and loved. Yes. And so it's you know one of our. Uh, our fear is our, being known uh, and not loved. loved. Right. But his deal is that if to be to be loved but not known is really nice, but it's not fulfilling. Yeah. To be known and not loved is our greatest fear. Yes. But to be 100% known and 100% loved is the greatest joy you can have. Yeah. And, and that's a relationship we have with Jesus Christ, yeah. that he knows us 100%. He knows everything that no one else knows about us, and he still loves us. Yeah. And he is patient and polite and waits on us. He waits for us. I didn't know he had it in him. <laughs> yeah. You better save some of this. Okay, I'm you're, done. You're the keynote. You know? Yeah. No, I, no. How many minutes do I have? No, you're just getting Six minutes. Six. Well, you know, I, I don't know if you guys ever watched. One of my favorite prayer breakfasts and just blew me away was Bono oh. at the National Prayer Breakfast. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so I, I'm, I watched it, and I wish I could have gone to that one. I went to, I saw James Baker, who was the Secretary of State, James mm-hmm. Baker, and uh, I saw Billy Graham at the National Prayer Breakfast. So two amazing people to be there. And uh, so I watched Bono, and Bono started off, he goes, so, uh, so I don't know why I'm here. He goes, you know, I, it's like this is a place for a man of the cloth. And the less the cloth is leather, there's no reason for me to be here. And what he, what he gave that day was so powerful. It was basically that just because of the longitude and latitude of where you were born, should not define your life. Mm-hmm. And we who were born in more gifted longitude and latitude need to help those who were born in others. I mean, and that, wow. and that, that speech, oh, that was, it's a book. He, that was published as a book. Oh, really? Very, very powerful. Wow. And, and wow. then obviously Eric Metaxas and Ben Carson, and yes. you keep going through the group. Yeah. So, I mean, so if, if people are looking for it, you know, looking to find some of those National Prayer Breakfast, it's a great thing to look at. Yeah, you can YouTube it. Yeah. National Prayer Breakfast on YouTube, you can find. They go back 63 years. My, my dad's sitting over here. He took me. I remember I, somehow through security, I made it through with, with yeah. that little camera. Do you remember? Yeah. Ronald Reagan was present. I stood up. I'm like 10. I stood up to take a picture. I don't think you could do that anymore. But I, I'll never forget that. But we went to those National Prayer Breakfasts. Yeah. It was meaningful. And There's frequent. a lot of big hair there. I'm just saying. A lot of big hair. Yeah, because my tickets were always way in the back. <laughs> and there's a lot of, there's a lot of Texas yeah. hair there. You, Texas, know? Right. you had to yeah, like, dodge your chair around a room to try to find a place to, <laughs> where you could see. Where you get over the big hair. <laughs> so here is an opportunity to unite. Here's an opportunity to pray. Here's an opportunity to be together in fellowship and in this COVID era where we haven't done much of that. September 30th, we're talking about the Community Prayer Breakfast here in Santa Barbara, California. September 30th at the Hilton, 7.30 a.m. John Davies is the keynote, and, and I'm with Reed Spangler and John, and um, I'm excited. Yeah, so much. Yeah, so uh, any other details I'm leaving out? Well, if anybody is interested in uh, uh, becoming a sponsor, yes, uh, <clears throat> they can go to santabarbaraprayerbreakfast.org. Uh, we've got a, the website there. It'll give details on how to uh, be, become a sponsor, how to purchase a table of 10, yes. uh, 10 seats that is, and uh, invite your friends. Um, I just, you know, this is an opportunity for the whole community to come together and pray to address, you know, serious problems that we're facing yeah. and uh, just ask for 
you know, reconciliation and yes. help and health and uh, yes. just whatever we that. need. And uh, so uh, check it. out the Santa Barbara Prayer Breakfast dot org. Dot org in, in the Christian businessmen's uh, group is involved in, in the planning of this. We wanted to, to mention that. Uh, but yeah, I'd encourage you to, to look at sponsorship opportunities, tickets, bring a friend. Again, Absolutely. this is apolitical, all religion, all denominational, religious background, <laughs> no faith at all, whatever it is. It'll be an uplifting, wonderful time. And, I can, and I can if tell you. you can't afford a ticket, yeah, let us know that also, and we'll get you there. Yes. Yeah. If you can't afford a ticket, let let this group know, and um, we'll be we'll be talking about this. We'll be pushing these clips out on Good Life TV and hoping and getting the word out. So, awesome. thank you for yeah. your years of involvement with this and. You. John, we'll be praying for you, Thank as, you, you. as you bring the word. Yeah, please. Yeah, it'll be wonderful. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, Dean. Thank you. We'll see you next time.